Hi, and welcome to the Peak Endurance Podcast. My name is Isabel Ross, and I'm the coach at Peak Endurance Coaching. Episode 56 is an interview with a friend of mine, Mossy Smith. I met Mossy through Nicky Wind when he was out in Australia last year to run the GSCR. He has run many amazing races and just recently participated in a very interesting challenge. Mossy completed the Diesel Day Grit Check in 62 hours. This was a charity event in the last man standing vein, with Mossy being the last man standing after 62 long hours. But I'll let him tell you all the details. Details. Do you have injuries or niggles ruining your enjoyment of running and hindering your performance? When you only have an hour to run, you want to make sure that it's enjoyable and that you are getting the most out of your time. Come in and see the specialists at Health and High Performance where they utilise the latest in technology and experience to help you achieve the results you want and are capable of. Head to healthhp.com.au forward slash run or find them on Instagram, Health High Performance. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Rating, reviewing and sharing helps more people find the podcast and grows the audience, which all helps when I'm contacting people to be interviewed. You can also go to my YouTube channel under the name Isabel Ross to see the video recordings of the podcast. Enjoy the interview with Mossy. Hi, Mossy, and welcome to the Peak Endurance Podcast. Good to see you, Isabel. How you been? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Um, you've been doing a lot lately. Do you want to tell my listeners a bit about um, how you got into running? Um, and so, I know you've done quite a few big races, uh, some of the races that you've done and that sort of thing. Uh, well, let's see. Most recently, um, we... Uh, there we decided to uh, put on a fundraiser for uh, the Big Fish Foundation. Uh, you know, it was uh, basically started last year as a, another, um, another entity that's in the, the nonprofit space that, you know, is an- enabling veterans to um, not only like make healthier transitions, but feel supported during that, but, you know, also build uh, micro communities uh, through experiential uh, outings. Yeah. Uh, addition, additionally, you know, we're working with other veteran nonprofits in that same space uh, to help facilitate, you know, any of their goals annually. So what that looks like, it differs from organization to organization. But um, we started that last year. And so uh, the so you race... started the, you started the group Big Fish. Is that what you mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. Can I, can yes. I ask why that name? Uh, well, so my buddy, uh, Brian Chantosh, uh, fellow Marine, uh, his call sign is Big Fish. Ah, uh, okay. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and there's, a, there's a, quite a bit out there. If you Google uh, the name, you will see why they call him Big Fish. Okay, I'll do that later. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's one of those things where, uh, you know, you want to try to use, um, like, use whatever your, your talents are, your story for good, for another population so this is a manifestation of that and uh, most recently in order to to raise funds for our our entity um for you know subsequent projects uh we we decided to have the diesel day grit check uh so it takes uh, a similar note from um you know big's backyard challenge put on by last right but um it also adds in a, a strength component as well, uh, where you know every hour you're running a two and a half mile circuit, whether that whether that is on a, a you know true form runner or whether that is on the trails. Yeah. And then you're also doing as many body weight bench press reps as you can each oh, hour. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. so you've got to be active for the full hour. 
uh, you just basically have to complete the run and then you can do as many reps as you need to. Uh, and so and how be, does those reps um, contribute towards your total of whatever it is? Like I could do four question. reps, but you do 20s. What's the difference? <laughs> no, a good question. Good question. So uh, each rep, um, well, 50 reps on the bench counted as one round of running. Uh, okay. So in that, yeah. yeah. In essence, if you did 500, you know, that'd be basically 10 hours of running. Yeah, nice. Um, and so just for those listeners who don't know, can you explain a little bit about a true form treadmill? So the true form runner, um, it's basically, it's to promote natural running form. Yeah. Um, so my buddy Jeff, uh, he got with Dr. Mark Kukuzela um, back east. Yep. And um, they, you know, they basically developed, refined this, this, this piece this apparatus and it looks like uh if you took a wood weight and curbed it yeah. <laughs> all right um it's basically supposed to promote um natural footfall and shortening of the stride and a little bit of the, the forward lean as well mm. um so if you land wrong on it you know there's instantaneous feedback you know it slows down <laughs> yeah so you're always you're working you're not it, it, he, it's like the uh the honest governor you know out there so, so it it's, it's your, your um, footfall and push off and everything is what keeps it moving. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Human yeah. power all the yes. way. That's right. I've actually run on one before and it is, it is quite interesting. Something different. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, each hour you would alternate whether it was a true form or the trail or did you do the true form during the day and the trail at night? Uh, each hour revolving and so there was a, a group of us uh we were split pretty much down the middle uh half the group went on to start with the true form the other half started on trails yeah and we flip-flop every hour fair enough that sounds good and so um you obviously were out there the longest you were there for 62 hours that's a long time to be keeping on moving how did you manage that time and a lot of food yeah. some jokes <laughs> no i mean honestly the 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 group you know that we started together as you know it would it was more of a more of a you know it was a little competition fused in there but it was more of a hey i want you to succeed you know i want you to go as far as you can possibly go and some of you are going to you know figure out that you know your boundaries are a lot further out than you thought they were um and each person that came into the event, you know, an outright, you know, animal in their own right, you know, if you yeah. just look at their, their individual resumes. Uh, so it was a, a matter of like collectively, hey, how far can we push each other? Right. Uh, so that, okay. that was, that was yeah. the fuel, so to yeah. speak, you know. Um, at so least it was more the, sort of everyone working together to try to get whoever eventually finished to the furthest point possible. Right. Right. You know, it's just like ultra running, you know, I mean, yeah. it is ultra running. It's, it's looking out for each other, you know, along the way. And, yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah. I'm, so when you say you ate a lot, what sort of things were you eating? <laughs> I mean, I always love to talk from, about food. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I mean, it, there was a little bit of everything, you know, from grilled meats to, oh, okay. you know, whatever salads, like, some of the stuff like it flips out of my, my head, but uh, yeah. I, you know, I'll tell you there were gels there, uh, there were yeah. chews, uh, yeah. waffles. Um, I'm trying to think, you know, a 
our buddy Nick, he was on the grill for most of the uh, the event, and okay. anything that he cooked, I, I yeah. and he cooked a lot. So, so <laughs> you just, didn't get you didn't get nauseous at all. You were able to eat the whole time. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, wow. and, and the thing is too, you know, it's like uh, with it being two and a half miles, it's not necessarily a speed game, right? Yeah. At that point, it's yeah. just endurance, and you're not taxing the gut as much. True. So. Yeah. You know, if you're if you're careful about how much you take in, cool. You can eat so, all day and all night. Yeah, yeah. And so um, the the presses that you did, how many did you do each round? Uh, I believe I ended up. Well, I started out trying to do maybe fifteen or so. There's a picture yeah. out there somewhere, by the way. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'll try and find I, it. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to, to to do fifteen or so, um, just to to put in a modest effort up front. And, yep. um, you know, other competitors, they were doing five zero. <laughs> you know, oh, 50. wow. Yeah. 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 So, you know, it, it, at that point, it's like, all right, blinders on, like That's do what it. you can do, you know, yep. and, and just keep chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. Yep. Uh, ultimately, I, you know, I tapped, I, I maxed out myself um, and I tapped yep. out around 120-ish or so, you know, for uh, the, the entire time. Okay. And so towards the end, were you still doing them or just doing the running? It was all running by the end. Yeah. All running. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. yeah. Because those um, upper body muscles would fatigue well before. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah. and um, so did you sleep at all? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, there was the ability to take a handful of naps. Uh, yeah. Nothing more than 20 minutes, maybe at a time. Um, but it was, you know, you had, you had to add in a bit of strategy. Usually with most of these, uh, these challenges, you have to start either at the top of the hour or somewhere yeah. between, you know, the top of the hour and five minutes after, something like that. Uh, this one, you know, you could start whenever you want it within that hour. Oh, okay. So if you could run 20 minutes, you know, if you knew you had 20 minutes of running you, you could start at 40 after and get it done, you know? So you, so you then, could start the first one, say, on the, on the hour, right? Do your 20-minute run. Then you could nap for an hour, theoretically, and then start your 20-minute run again after that. Could you not? Yeah, you could. Yeah, oh, that sounds not too bad. Yeah, but, but you better make it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. It. Yeah. So yeah. here's the thing too, uh, I'll add, you know, this was uh, located at my buddy's house um, out there in Colorado, you yeah. know, and where he lives with respect to Boulder, he lives up from the city and it's about a little over 7,000 feet right in his backyard. Uh, okay. So, where in Boulder is that? What's that called? Uh, it's called Nederland. Is yeah, the, I, the stayed with is the, I, I stayed with a friend in Nederland last year. Right beautiful on, spot right yeah yeah that's awesome <laughs> i loved it there i would have yeah. stayed <laughs> you should have let me <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. anyway enough about me um <laughs> and um and so 62 hours how did you feel by the end pretty euphoric um yep. you know it, it's just uh i i i'll be on, honest you know you know um and walking into it, you know, knowing what I knew about everybody else, you know, mentally I was prepared to, to be out a little longer if I had oh, to. Really? Physically, I don't know how that would have translated, but in my head, it's like, okay, 
you yeah. know, at least 60 hours, but definitely shooting for 80, you know, if we oh, can. Seriously. Oh my God. Well, well, I mean, that's, 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 that's what you have to like, yes, you know, tell yourself. put that, that big goal out there. Right. Yeah. yeah because but, if um, you told yourself 60 hours, then yeah. 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 That's yeah. Right. And then if everybody shows up at 60, then it's like, Oh crap. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Know? Yeah. So, so yeah. did the person um, who dropped out before you get to 61 hours? The uh, the gent uh, that was actually Tosh and I were the last two, and, uh, and he yeah, was yeah, yeah, part of him. Yeah. yeah, he was going strong, you know. Yeah, yeah he's a tough guy uh, so, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, easily, easily. Uh, you know, and to make it, I guess, to make me uh, work a little bit more, uh, <laughs> he upped his numbers on the bench uh, ah. to the point where <laughs> I think it was maybe about ten or so hours after the fact, where you know I had to do more laps oh wow to overcome that yeah that lead so yeah. oh geez that's that's hard yeah fair enough oh well good yeah. on him for pushing you that's good i mean that's what you want isn't it really that's what it's all about yeah and um how did you train for this um honestly i mean i live out here in southern oregon so um horrible you know, place to up. run yeah what's that horrible place to run say again Horrible place to run. Oh, yeah. <laughs> terrible, terrible. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just, I mean, the as far as accessing uh, the backcountry trails, yeah. you know, I can drive up 20 minutes out and there I am in the middle of nowhere, you know. Oh, and so very lucky. layer up, middle yeah. of the day, just go run and basically just, just packing on the miles, you know. Yeah. Um, did you I do did much a, training during the night? I did a little bit. I actually tested, uh, I did a little test about a month before yeah. um, where basically every, the top of every hour, I would run one mile. Uh, and I yeah. did that for roughly a day and a half just to see uh, how that felt. You know. How did that feel? <laughs> I'll say uh, the first night, um, first night was kind of rough. I realized that I need to go ahead and start implementing rest ahead yeah. of time, you know, and not fight it, you know. Yeah. So that's where yeah. the naps came in. Yeah. 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 Naps can have an amazingly restorative effect, can't they? Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> and so what was your recovery like after that? Yeah. I'll say that, you know, I, I didn't pop over. I hadn't had a long run up until just last weekend. Um, and sorry, just uh, tell the listeners, what date was it on? This was the, I believe, the 5th of June. We started on a, I want to say a Thursday, Thursday morning. Yeah, and we're currently, well, in Australia, we are the uh, 20th of yeah. July. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you're still recovering. And I'm not surprised, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. The, uh, I uh, went out for a long run. I mean, it ended up being a 40-mile effort uh, last Saturday. And uh, towards the end, you know, I could definitely tell that I was still, still in the hole a little bit, you know, even though I felt my nutrition and hydration were, you know, yeah. appropriate. Um, but just still, a, a, effort, 40, a 40 mile run is tiring for anybody, really, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whether yeah. or not you've done something epic, you know, a few weeks before, I still think it's a, something quite big. So, yeah. Sorry, what was that, Mister? 
Oh, I was just saying, yes, ma'am, it is. It is. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and so were you raising money for the, for the Big Fish Foundation? Yes, yes. And so throughout the, the event, um, everybody uh, basically took an hour face virtually and uh, promoted the, the activities throughout the entire event uh, via social media. You know, yeah. so it could have been Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Uh, just keeping everybody abreast and then directing people towards the website um, yeah. to, to donate. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. And how, how much did you manage to raise? Uh, let's see. I had that number written down, but I can get back to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Here. I can I put should. that in the show notes. So, yeah, I'm sure people will be interested. And can people still um, uh, donate to that if, if, if they would like to? Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah. We are a 501c3 organization, so uh, we're set up. Oh, sorry. So we are an officially uh, recognized as a nonprofit entity. Yeah. Uh, right. And, you know, we're pretty, pretty transparent, you know, as yep. far as like our financials. And um, you can go to our webpage, donate that way, or you can, you know, write old fashioned checks and send them in the mail that way. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. All right. Thanks for that. Well, I'll get all the links and everything off you and put them in the show notes. Well, that's um, pretty amazing. But um, like I was saying at the start, you've done a few amazing things in the past too. Did you want to just talk about, um, you've run Badwater, haven't you? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. was that like? Uh, <laughs> which time? <laughs> so how many times have you run it? Um, I've run it four. I failed once and I've been successful three times. Awesome. Yeah. And so what's the time you failed the first time? No, no, that was uh, 2012. Um, that was pretty successful as far as a, as far as a initial, you know, foray. I think like the definitely with that it, that event in particular, there's always a high level of a higher level of respect and preparation that you come in with it. Um, just because it, you know, it, it seems like the the consequences could be a little bit more dire um, as far as being able to, you know, extract oneself out of the environment quickly, you know, to correct any issues going on. Um, so, you know, I, I didn't, I, I look back and I realized that my training was not necessarily as, as much as I, I needed it to be as far as the heat acclimation and as far as the, the mileage, uh, you know, requisite to, to be able to put in some speed towards the, the latter end of, of yeah. that course. Um, 2015, uh, I took some of those lessons and flipped it and you know, did a little bit better. Um, and then 2018, <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I wanted to just go hard from the beginning and, and try to just see, you know, what I had in the tank, you know, and, yeah. and try to really throw down something, something fast for, for me, you know? Yeah. Um, and ultimately <laughs> it was, it was a, <laughs> it was a beautiful failure. <laughs> I'll say that much. Um, we, uh, you know, we just, it's good that you were obviously pushing yourself that much harder and there's always that you're on the knife's edge when that happens. That's it. That's it. And I, I tell you, I, I fell off, you know, I felt, and I could, I could look back now at the, at the, the Strava activity and I can point to a couple, a couple mm -hmm. F ups where I'm just like, yeah, man, you shouldn't have been running that fast, you know, in the first 20 miles, no way, yeah. like, you know, and then the drop off and finally you know call calling it around mile 90 ish you know oh wow yeah yeah so you still yeah. did quite a lot yes yes yeah 
And, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, failure is like the, is one of the, the better teachers out there, Definitely. you know, and motivators as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So flipping that, you know, I was fortunate enough to go back the following year, last year. And, uh, and actually, um, I guess everything came together. You know, the crew, they, they did what they always do. They're fantastic. Um, and, and the, the weather, I mean, whatever the weather is going to be, it's, it's a hundred percent chance of it. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> yeah. I like that. <laughs> but, but just, just smarter execution, you know? Yeah. Um, and it, it just seems like, you know, all the years kind of, all the years of experience, you know, came to bear on a good yeah. day. And that was probably one of my better performances out there. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And so each yeah. time did you have the same crew? Uh, yeah, well, with exception of the first, uh, the 2012, uh, pretty much since 2015, uh, it's yeah. been the same yeah. people. Yeah. And so how would you compare something like Badwater to what you did with the, um, the final diesel day grit check? Oh, well, <laughs> you know, it, it's like, uh, it's their different type of beasts, yeah. you know, they, they both deserve respect. Um, I think that as far as the, the level of effort that you, the level of effort that is needed for, for bad water, you know, there's a finite like finish line, Yes. you know? And so it, you know, regardless of where you are physically on the course, you look at that thing and it's huge because, you know, you're, you're seeing the ripples of heat waves as you're running out of, you know, the bad water basin. And you're just like, all right, some point down there, I'm making a left turn. I can't see it. I have to believe it. Yeah, I know yeah. I, that I'll get there. Right. Um, I think that belief, you know, you have to have that as well. Um, going into something like, you know, a, a last person standing challenge, like yeah. the diesel day grit check, you know, you don't know necessarily what the finish line is going to be like you know it's, it's out there you know yeah. and you're you hope you're benchmarking these hours you know maybe 24 maybe 48 maybe 60 yeah. maybe 80 you know <laughs> but you have to believe that you know you're going to hopefully be one of the last people to actually reach that you know yeah and do what you can smartly to, to get to that point you know yeah because i so i guess that it's the pacing that's the issue here is because you don't know how long you're going to go, you've just got to mm -hmm. be a little bit more conservative perhaps. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yes, I guess that, that leads into like two things, right? You know, you have yeah. to, you have to be conservative off the bat. Um, and sometimes, you know, that, that's also where our personalities come into play. If we're not, yeah. if we're impatient people, <laughs> you know, if, uh, if we like to just go ahead and hammer home solutions, yeah. you know, right off the bat, you know, you'll see that kind of play out in, in different strategies. Um, but, and also the second part um, that, that comes to mind is becoming comfortable, just sitting in the pocket of discomfort. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, there's, there's always going to be something, something hurting, you know, in the feet or, you know, Oh, my, my knee is kind of talking to me a little bit. Well, yeah, it's going to talk for a little bit, but you, you can talk back to it and talk it yeah. down. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's just like, hopefully by the time the event shows up, you know, you've had enough of those bouts with discomfort and enough time pacing yourself to figure out how long you can sit in that pocket, so to speak. Yeah. 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 And do you think being a Marine has helped you deal with the discomfort of, 
ultra running? I think that it definitely has, has helped, you know, as far as providing uh, a backdrop of experiences, deployments, yada, yada, preparations, exercises where, you know, you're kind of testing not necessarily the same, like, physical muscles, but mm. the, the mental muscle, the grit, you know, it, it's like, it's the same thing, you know, mm. people like, um, you know, thinking about that, it's like, you, you have so many of those, those, those pools of experiences to tap into. And you think back, oh, man, you know, there was this one time, you know, we were out in 29 Palms. And, you know, I remember that, you know, that, that weekend was the longest, you know, the longest thing ever. And it's like, yeah. okay, tap back into that mindset, you know, and like transferring something like that into, let's say like a like triple Ironman, right? There's a, a training for that, you know, I, I realized it was more about mindset, you know, and, and I used those, those experiences back on active duty to kind of help tap into to one of my, my weaknesses at the time, which was swimming, you know, and, and kind of figure out, okay, hey, how does, how, does, how does it feel to get into the flow state here, you know, and like, you know, how are you going to fight with discomfort? Like, what, what techniques are you going to use to, to talk to, talk to the man at the bottom of the pool, so to speak, you know, um, and, you know, it, to me, it's like those skills all transfer, and even, you know, in professional uh, settings, you know, it's just like, sometimes, you, you know, you may get a little bit frustrated, you know, with, the progress of a project and you want to, you know, you want, <laughs> you want to push things home, hammer them home quick. And sometimes you got to sit back and talk to yourself and talk through, you know, next steps. So uh, yeah, I feel yeah. like I'm rambling, but you know, no, that's, no, no. It's, it, that's it. That's it. And, uh, and that's really interesting. And, and it's really good to hear um, how you've, you've come to that because, and that's what it's all about with ultra running. And, um, and it is also so individual, but patience and, sitting through it is is so much a part of it and we have to learn to deal with the discomfort because it's inevitable you, you know we can't run away from, literally and figuratively <laughs> <You know? laughs> sounds like something we're going through right now yeah mm. it does doesn't it it's <laughs> yeah. just like an ultra and and it's like your um your your last event because uh, who knows where the ending is we don't know do we oh that's it yeah yeah that's it yeah, so um, just show people your, your, your T-shirt. If, if you're looking on YouTube, <laughs> you can see he's got Scythe Adelaide on there. So you've obviously been to Australia. Do you want to mm -hmm. tell us some of the races you've done here in Australia? Let's see. Uh, the first one was uh, the Great North Walk. Oh, yeah. Um, I got the, the chance to do the, the 100K uh, a few years back. Yeah. And that was, I mean, a beautiful course. Um, that was, I guess, one of the uh, the initial like learning curves for me for running there. Yeah. Um, you know the 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 level. I guess the the differences you notice going from from country to country. It's like, oh man, like man, yeah, we're really out here, and you know, you better know you better know how to like read that yeah. map, you know, yeah. or at least know how to navigate. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was there was definitely a couple times during that that run where. Uh, you know, not only was there an internal fight going on, like as to to the next turns, but you know, a little mini fight amongst our pocket of runners as far as uh -huh. like, oh no, it's this way, no, it's this oh, way. No. It's like, <laughs> no, it's cool though. It's cool. Yeah. Like that's that's a part of the experience, yeah. you know. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, and um, yeah, some other ones. Oh, the uh, well, obviously, where we we met. That's right. <laughs> oh my God. GSCR. So, yeah. GSCR. Like, yeah. I just uh. 
I get a positive flashback from that, that whole experience. Yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah, thank you, Sean and Green Hill and everybody else yeah. who puts that on. But, um, like, yeah, that, that, that venue in itself is just like, uh, I don't know, it's a, a it's, it's like a little slice of heaven, right? Yeah. You know, but. Or hell, yes. Yeah, or hell, or both, <laughs> right? You know, yeah, because yeah. You're, you're, you're looking around and you're, you're visually just being uh, inundated with like these, these, these sloping hill, endless hills that kind yeah. of are reminiscent of, you know, something between the Cascades or the Blue Ridge Mountains here. But, you know, you're, you're imagining, okay, where's my, my, where's my next steps going to be? You know, what does that look like? Yeah. And, oh, well, you know, if I were Sean, I would probably throw us up, straight up this mountain here. And then you're, you're coming closer and closer. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah that's he's exactly where we're going. Yeah, yeah. that's Sean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's just like the, the, the races, you know, out there, it seems like the, the, their, the level of toughness just is a step up, you know, as far as like yeah. all of the trail mountain running stuff that I've gotten the, the chance to do. Yeah. Um, and I'm, you know, I, I dig it, you know, and I, I hope to come back. <laughs> well, I'll tell you now that um, GSR is looking at, um, they're planning to run it again next year, November, from Mount Buller, starting there. Oh. So you'll have to come back for that. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. And I'll yeah. actually have to get it done this time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, unfortunately you did um, DNF, but, you know, yep. and that's the yep. way it goes. Sometimes, um I've heard someone called DNF do nothing foolish. So sometimes it is the smart choice. And um, how did you reconcile yourself to DNFing after that? I mean, it's, it's like you said, everything is a choice, right? Um, you know, at that point, I, I, I got to the turnaround and I, I looked at the, I looked at the, the day's events that transpired and just like, you know, I was, I was honestly just tired yeah. <laughs> towards the end. And I mean, like everybody gets tired. That's what, yeah, it's yeah, about that. But uh, more than that, I, I just, you know, I just decided, okay, well, you know, I, I think I've come here and I've had the experience that I want, wanted to for, for what the course would offer, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I, I decided, Hey, you know what? I'm going to drop. And I, I honestly haven't thought about it. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> you know, and that's great. Yeah. And I think, yeah. um, that's a lot of people beat themselves up about DNFing. And I think you need to um, just let it go because it's, you've made a decision that felt right in the moment. And yeah. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I think, sorry, go on. No, no, I was just going to say at the end of the day, like it's just running. That's it. I was going to say that, but I didn't want to minimize. No, no, but that, <laughs> yeah. that's it. That, that's but really it. It is true. It is. It's just yeah. running at the end of the day. And there's no point yeah. in just kicking yourself endlessly for that. Um, yeah. And I was going to say, you said you were tired and oh yeah, sure. But I mean, you're used to, you know what the tiredness of race tiredness feels like. So I'm sure it was sort of upper level from just ordinary race tiredness. Yes. Yes. I mean, by that point, you know, we're looking at collectively, um, like a lot of training going towards bad water earlier in the year. Yeah. And usually it get, it takes me a, a good two or three months to feel right after yeah. that. Um, and the year prior, you know, the training for bad water and the races in between, you know, that kind of staged up for, for those two events and, and just work travels. Yeah. And, uh, 
all that just take, adding a taking a collective toll you know it and does it's like, because right. yeah stress is stress yeah, no, it doesn't matter where it comes from yeah 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 that's yeah. it so, so and um for for your training what sort of um on average for these big races that you do what what does your training what does an average week look like oh uh, you know <laughs> i guess uh this this kind of goes back to to high school track and cross country days like i was probably i was definitely not the kid that would put on like the high miles yeah. um and I'm, I'm still not you know i may crack a hundred once in a blue moon yeah. maybe maybe but usually i'm floating around 70 ish okay yeah. when, when i'm in the bag when i'm really yeah in the train yeah, bag. yeah 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 and uh, you know it's like uh at least one of those days is is dedicated to to speed work because I think that that's still important. Yes, I you know, agree. Even, yeah. So it's yeah. like that and um, the long runs, you know, on the weekends. That's 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 bread and butter, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So so you do say one speed work session a week. Yes. Yes. And and It'll one. Uh, yes. Yeah, sorry. Go on. No. 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 I was was just going to say. Uh, so uh, to clarify as well, uh, you know, I, we say speed. Yeah. But technically, it's like long interval training, right? Yes, you know? that's right. So, yeah. yeah, it's just like 1,000 meters up to, you know, 3,200. Um, yeah. You know, I'll play in there, you know, with different different intervals. But uh, that's, you know, that's enough for me to at least get going through the gears and, like, work yeah. out some of the kinks and feel fluid when I'm mm. going for some of these longer runs at slower speeds. Yeah, because, of course, I'm um, doing that, that higher-paced work not only works the systems, but also increases efficiency on, on your long runs too. So yes. it's very important. Yeah. Yes. And so what do you do like the other days, just sort of um, just general sort of easy runs? Yeah. General, uh, more conversational pace, maybe yes. a little, maybe a little faster, uh, yeah. but not nearly touching the same set of gears that I'd use for the long interval training. Yeah. Um, so that what that manifests into is maybe anywhere between five to maybe 15 miles, you know, yeah. on a given day. And that may be broken up into one or two runs, you know, yeah. throughout the day. And um, yeah, that basically gives way to some longer runs occurring on the weekends. Yeah, yeah because of course, you've, you've got to build towards that as well. I'm building the aerobic system for that as well. And you do some sort of strength work? Yeah, prior to this year, I mean, yeah, I would always, uh, I wouldn't always be in the gym, right? You know, yeah. there, there, was a, there was a time when I, I was a gym head, but yeah. um, always body work, you know, pull-ups, push-ups, sit-ups, swimming, you know, yeah. occasionally biking. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, like strength work is, is definitely key. Um, yeah, I agree. And I, I can definitely feel when I'm, I'm De deficient <laughs> with it it's just yeah. like you know sometimes the the hitches will occur in the in the stride you know or maybe i'll get certain pains later on in longer runs you know when those yeah. were definitely absent when the program was incorporated yeah so are, are gyms open where you are yet uh yes there's a, there's actually a couple of gyms open here now but awesome. you know i'm not taking any chances though oh okay fair enough yep yeah yeah, yeah, that's that's fair enough. Um, all righty. And so did, are there any sort of tips that you can give people for, um, you know, for managing um, themselves over those long sort of events? Let's see. 
come in with the rest plan up front, uh, have an idea of, you know, at least ABC goals, you know, yeah. so that you at least have something that you're, you're working towards. You know, I, I guess people always need something to work towards. So, uh, you know, know that you're going to go through like the, the waves of, of, you know, ups and downs, but it's yeah. just, if you're always like, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to try to get to 60 or I'm trying to get to 50 hours. Now, you know, at least you're, you're, you're moving through that and you're not getting stuck in that, that rut of what you're experiencing in the now, you yeah. know, because you're still looking a little bit forward to the future. Um, that and, you know, bring enough equipment. I say equipment, right? But I really, what I really mean is like, you know, enough uh, clothing if you got it. Uh, clothing and shoes, you know, keeping yeah. in mind like the feet, they're going to swell. So uh, that, it, it seems simple, but it's just like, you know, it's something that we take for granted. You know, we show up with one pair of shoes and it's like, oh, well, you know, 48 <laughs> hours later, man, you're going to be busting out the side of those things. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I always have a, a, another pair of shoes that half a size up. So, yes, yeah. yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so important. Yeah, and have fun, have fun with the yes. cracks and jokes. You know, yeah. talk some smack, you know, in a good way, yeah. in a loving yeah. way. Yeah, and, and I mean, that's the thing. We, we do this for fun. So we, we should try to, you know, enjoy it as well and not be serious about it, but not so serious that it takes away from the fun. That's it. Yeah. All righty. Well, thank you so much for um, joining me to talk about uh, your event. And what I'll do is I will put, like I said, all the links in the show notes. And... Um, you sent me a little video. Is that all right if I add that video to this as well? Oh, sure thing. Yeah, that's uh, yep. that's courtesy of the guys from True Form. So yeah. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I'll do Please that do. as well. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you so much. No, thank you for having me. I appreciate talking with you as always, Izzo. All right. See ya. Cheers. Well, I find it really interesting how he related his work to how he copes with the challenges of racing. I also find it often works in reverse too. As I said earlier, if you haven't already, get onto my YouTube channel to check out the video of this podcast. The link will be in the show notes. In next week's episode, I chat with Buzz Burrell, one of the men behind the fastest known times website. In these days of no racing, FKTs could be the way to go. With so many restrictions in place, it's more important than ever to have a structured plan to ensure you maximise your training. Races will eventually return, but in the meantime, there are many other challenges you can find. If you need an individualised plan, email me, Isabel, at peakendurancecoaching.com.au to chat about a training plan. Have a great week of training, stay safe and well, and remember with a little kindness and grace, we will get through this together and come out stronger and more resilient.